up, squad? It's Maddie, aka Mads Tads on Instagram, as some of you probably know me better that way. I'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so I can take you outside the four walls that is SoulCycle and into the world beyond the bike. Former Hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at SoulCycle, I'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where I am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves. Stick around. It's going to be a wild ride. This is Mads Tad's Beyond the Bike. I was totally stressing about what I was going to record this week and lo and behold, you find inspiration pretty much in anything uh, by showing up. Y'all know that I preach all the time. You got to show up to go up. Showing up is so much a part of this journey. It is the secret sauce on the secret sauce on the hot sauce. If you've been listening to my podcast now since November, I think that is something I've talked about and touched upon so many times. So I'm going to give you a little backstory. I participated in dry January, like almost, I mean, all my friends out there were doing dry January, dry January, dry January. So Lo and behold, it becomes February and my friend Nico, who is a part of founding and chief, I believe she calls herself the chief vision officer of Namaste Sober, which is an organization that helps people in recovery. Um, it, 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 you know, it can, it can go a lot of ways for them. They can become meditation instructors, yoga instructors. It's just an open place for recovery for many people. It's such an amiable thing and something that I believe in truly. I had the pleasure of meeting Nico through Lululemon on Newberry. There was an event, uh, meditation, whatever. So, you know, it's funny. You stumble into certain rooms at certain times when you need it. And it just so happened that that night Nico was there. I had never met her. And we had connected. I did a meditation. I cried. I'm, I'm always crying in yoga and meditation lately. That's just, that's just what I'm going through. I think I explained on my story this week, yoga meditation for me has been such a, such a place of release. And I always, I pretty much always envision, you know, my dog Daisy and this big bright golden light and her like laying next to me on the yoga mat. It's become like a really amazing place for me. So fast forward, we make it through dry January. Nico reaches out to me and says, hey, I'm, I, I do this thing in February. It's called Sobruary. And it's just to bring attention to our vices and you know give something up that you're addicted to or vice versa. You can pick anything. Some people pick sugar. Some people pick whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, just, I'll just do sober February. You know, we'll just go another month. Fast forward. It's 10.01. PM on Saturday night of February the 29th. I just left an event where I spoke on a panel with some other amazing human beings at the new space above Lululemon. It's a new communal space on Newberry. A lot of people don't know about it. It's a full space up there. Go check it out. 
There's a nourish your soul. You can eat, you can hang, you can do work up there, all the things. So I was saying I'm not inspired. I'm not inspired all week. I was like, gosh, what am I going to do this podcast on? And lo and behold, I went to this event and we talked and it was so open and we so many people spoke of so many different things and what this month meant to them and what recovery means to them and what sobriety means to them and what all these different things mean to them. And I left and I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking sleep anytime soon. So let me throw my shit on and let's go. I have a lot of thoughts and I really hope you are strapped in seatbelt on for this one because I really think that there's a lot of good that can come from showing up to events that force you to be vulnerable and really lean into some sticky, awkward, anxious, whatever conversations, situations. Let's go. I don't remember where I heard this, but honestly, it doesn't matter because the statement holds true and it holds so much weight, but I've said it, I've repeated it, I didn't come up with it. Connection is the new currency. The value of connection and community is so great and goes so far beyond anything else currently in existence, currently, currently, currency, currently in existence. It's astonishing. It's truly mind-boggling, like, All people want to do is to connect. Like, how can I connect? How can I be a part of something? How can I lean into the situations and not feel alone? How do I be vulnerable? How do I do all these things? How do I, how do I, how do I? And being at this event tonight, it just became so real because so often I hear so many people, they reach out to me and they're like, I want to do that. I want to be this. I want to go here. I want to do that. And they can't even bring it in themselves to show up to an event like this by themselves or book a different class by themselves or book a dinner or do this or go here or do something by themselves or just take the tiny steps in the direction of where they want to go to get to, I always say this, this is a current theme in my life, that next best version of you. And sitting around tonight and listening to the different stories and the different perspectives, it's like every single person in that room had some kind of hardship, has faced some kind of, dare I say it, deem it, bathroom floor moment. But every single person, especially on the panel, having been asked to speak about these things, and a lot of us are comfortable speaking about these things, they've The darkness has actually made us all that we are. But it was so amazing to be in a room where by the panel admitting to darkness and vulnerability and showing up and saying, I'm not perfect, I'm not this, I'm not that. What it did to the entire room and the entire event as a whole, different people raising their hand, different people sharing stories, different people saying this helped me in this way because I felt so alone and I had no idea that other people felt this way. It's astonishing what we can do when we are brave enough to share all the parts of us, not just the highlight reel, not just the light, not just the good, 
But when we can tear down the walls and share the bad and share the royal fuck ups and those bathroom floor moments that I've talked about for so long and our failures, because this is the stuff people are not talking about and why it's, for some reason, it's just like, because it's such a guttural part of us that we want to be accepted and we want to be loved and we want to feel good it almost goes against everything like in every fiber in our being to talk about the bad and release that and and let it be a part of our story because then it we think that might make us bad or people might judge us or people are going to think something or look at us differently and i found that by again there's it's like oh my god my mind is like i can't even focus because I feel like my brain is just like I feel like the emoji where like the, the brain is blowing up to you know is, I mean obviously it means mind blown <laughs> but like this is what I've been talking about this is why I created this podcast this is why I do what I do this is why I teach soul cycle this is like my lifeblood is the ability to rise up through all the adversity and all the failures and the badness and the darkness and like the DUIs and all the things that we think make us bad people or the things that we shy away from because we're so disappointed in ourselves. when really that's where the true work begins and that is where we can really change and not just ourselves, but we can help shape and change someone else's life by just allowing ourselves the grace to share our own darkness and to share those deepest dark places and to go there and to put the seatbelt on and sit in it and say, nah, I'm along for the ride. Like this is happening. We're doing this. I mean, walking out of what I walked out of tonight, I'm mind boggled. I have words. I have so many words and then I don't have words. When I sat back and I started to think of who I was five years ago, I've been very open and very vocal about, I was not a good person. I was literally living the life of like, I don't even know. I was partying. I was crazy. I wasn't a good friend. I don't think I was a good partner in any capacity, in any relationship. And to sit on a panel like I did tonight, and last night I went to a meditation, Reiki healing, sound bowl event. And last weekend... I went to a women's circle of like healing and talking about the new moon and talking about our goals and dreams and wishes and also sharing healing and sharing scary stories and the things I'm doing on my Friday and Saturday nights now are so, so far away from everything I ever identified with myself being. I don't even, I don't, I I've never in my wildest dreams could have imagined being where I am now because of who I was in the past and how much how much different I am now in so many ways. And I don't even know if this is going to be a completely concise and accurate podcast but maybe it's more of a brain dump because maybe I am so passionate about it and I'm I'm feeling all the things right now and I was like I have to 
I literally ran home and I was like, well, I'm not going to sleep because I'm so jacked up and my brain is so in deep thought and process and, and, and taking it all in and, and listening and hearing what I've heard tonight. I literally ran home and I took out my mic and I strapped it to the dining room table and I put my headphones on and I was like, I just have to talk about these things because I believe it's only by talking about these things and making them more normal that people are going to start sharing their vulnerabilities instead of shying away from them and leaning into guilt or shame or things that bog us down because that is truly the only way that you can find the healing is by sitting in it and by working through it. You can't run from it and you can't numb it with you know, alcohol or drugs. And I've, trust me, I've tried it all, but guess what? It's still there and you feel even worse in the morning. So I guess what I'm trying to say is by talking about the things that we so desperately want to run from, we are creating a space of normalcy almost because what the fuck is normal anyway? But we're making it more socially acceptable and accept, acceptable in general to have that space of vulnerability and say, hey, this is what I did. This is how I'm showing up. But I don't, I don't want to just constantly be feeling like this. And I don't want to constantly be feeling alone. I want to feel like somebody gets me and can hear me out and can relate to something I'm going through. I say it in class a lot, like, we're not meant to do this shit alone. We weren't put on this earth to do this shit alone. And why the hell would you want to? Can't do this work alone. This takes a run. This takes a squad. This takes a running group. This takes a community. And it takes compassion. A compassionate community of love and support and understanding and vulnerability to tear down the walls that we've all created within ourselves to shy away and fall away from. It really, that's what it takes to start to get to a better part of ourselves, the more accepting part of ourselves, the more loving part of ourselves so that we're showing up and that's what we're projecting and giving compassion and love and being a sound, being a sounding board for whatever it is that someone needs or being a safe place to fall because not necessarily because you've had the same experience as someone, but just being able to sit in it with them and say, listen, like I'm, I'm just, I'm just in empathy right now. I hear what's going on with you and maybe I didn't have that same thing happen to me, but I'm here for you. And, and I want, and I want to listen, listening, is such a key part. I think so often so many people just need someone to listen and hold space with them. I love that. Colleen Hayes was on the panel tonight. She said that. And, and my mind was just like, gosh, it's so true that sometimes you just need someone to listen to what you're going through and, and let you brain dump and let you figure it out without judgment, without without the notion that you're going to return an answer or say, yeah, well, I get that, but... Or, well, this is what I think you should do, but just genuinely sitting and listening and absorbing somebody else's hurt and being there for them in community and compassion and letting them be vulnerable and, and, and giving them a safe space and holding that space for them. I mean, that 
That is such powerful stuff. And I think walking out of Lululemon tonight, I was just like, I don't even know what to think. I probably won't sleep tonight, which is a real bummer because I have a survivor. And I I basically am in the room tomorrow morning for like two hours back to back on end, which is bananas and pajamas. But I do it because I love what I do. And I believe that this is my purpose to share the vulnerability and I didn't get to where I am because I had this perfect cookie cutter story and I made it all and I did it all and I didn't fail. I failed so much and I think I've said that so many times. I failed so much. I fucked up so much. I did so many bad things, but I'm also willing to own them and I'm also willing to talk about them so people can understand that it's only by talking about your deepest, darkest, shittiest shit that you speak you begin to feel better. You begin, I think of it as like a really, you ever get like a knot in jewelry and it's like so tight because you're trying to pull at it and pull at it or you're trying to, and and really I feel like most times the knot comes undone and the things come unraveled when you stop clenching onto them or pulling at them so, so hard or clenching onto them so tightly, but you actually just let it go and you, and you begin gentle, like gentle and soften into it. Something I said in class a lot this week was melt into it. Feel it. Melt into it. I got that from Olivia Ward when I was going through, you know, I feel like I've talked about how anxious I was and I was having all this performance anxiety in the room and she was like, Matt, just melt into it. Melt into the music. And I think when we can melt into those parts of ourselves that we were we want to harden or shy away from or not share because we're embarrassed or we're afraid of judgment. Those are actually the parts that we need to melt into and lean into the most. So I don't really know exactly what I want you to walk away from having listened to this because it feels like I'm on a tangent and a brain dump and my mind is all over the place, but I'm also so inspired by what I just came off of and I feel like I just need to get it out there into the universe because I know that someone is going to listen to this this morning and it's going to shift and it's going to connect with them and maybe it hits and it changes everything for them. And if I can do that for one person, that I believe that's why I'm put out here on this earth truly So maybe your takeaways, I know I said I'm filming this Saturday night, jazzed, fired up. I was so afraid that I was not going to be able to keep the consistency of my podcast coming out every week with something super inspiring. And yet here I was on a Saturday night on a sobruary panel. I haven't drank in 56 days and I'm feeling that like, wow, like that is powerful. That speaks miles from someone I was five, six years ago. So the takeaway, if you're on the T or you're listening to this on your commute or you're listening to this this week or next month or next year or whenever this gets into your ears and your brain and into your heart and into your soul, be vulnerable. Vulnerability is the key to letting down all the walls and really to to just... Ah, that's when life gets good when you let go and you're and you just say fuck it I'm done trying to be perfect I'm done trying to do all these things like I'm done I just want to be as I am and be accepted and show up and then you'll notice when you show up with that kind of energy yeah maybe some people are gonna fall away but the people that were meant for you the community of compassionate amazing human beings that are made for you will start showing up in your life in ways that you never maybe would have imagined it. And that is 
amazing. It feels amazing. It is amazing. And you're on a whole nother level when that starts to happen. It's like a whole different, whole different ball game. I don't usually leave the podcast off with homework because Lord knows we don't need any more of that. Being in school or out of school or having graduated 20 years ago or whatever the story is, you don't need homework. But what I'm going to urge you to do is see, A, how you can be more vulnerable and express yourself in ways that you maybe are scared of because of judgment and just lean into that a little more. How can I be a little more vulnerable? And secondly, how can you hold space for someone who is being vulnerable with you instead of crawling in your own skin and feeling awkward? Like, oh my God, this is such an awkward thing. Like they're trying to like, like spill their heart out to me. And like, I don't know what to do. How can you hold space for that person that in that moment is comfortable enough to be vulnerable with you and, and spill and, and just like scoop it up and be in it with them. Again, put the seatbelt on, come along for the drive. Those are really the things I want to leave you with this morning, tonight, next year. I mean, I don't know when you're going to listen to this podcast or this episode in particular, but for me, I had to record it. I could not go to bed without getting these words on to <laughs> the screen, onto the microphone, into the microphone, whatever you call it, but... I don't know if it's a bunch of gobbly look. I don't know if it's horse shit, but I'm putting it out there because A, I'm willing to be vulnerable and I know that someone else needs to hear it because I needed to hear it and I needed to be a part of it and feel it tonight so very much. And I truly hope that this can be that for someone else out there. It's really all I got for you. That's it. Gosh, I hope it hits. I hope you have an amazing week and you can go forth with those tiny little sort of homeworks. Take it out there. Hold space. Remember that connection is the new currency. I leave you the same way every single week. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else fearless.